man welcome 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 that was a shorter introduction for a, <laughs> a real roundtable about shorter films welcome the best film ever my name's ian my name's ethan and i'm georgia hey and that is the three of us liam is well he's still away we we, we batch record these sometimes and sunday well for us it's sunday night and uh, liam couldn't make the one he couldn't make the other one but we have his list we have his list. Also cast for a shorter round table. That's right. Hey, there we are. <laughs> it, does, it does find that way. When we have less people, mm. so I, I don't know what the actual count was because we had to stop every half hour on uh, <laughs> on uh, Murder on the Orient Express. But I don't know. It still felt two, probably two and a half. <laughs> yeah. so, right, so, yeah. But no, when there's more of us, it's really hard to keep that runtime down. So definitely, um, it's something that we think about. You know, we we know that we do a king size format. We're fully aware of our Tuesday releases are that, and so we kind of got me thinking as, as well as the the month of February being a shorter month. I was kind of <laughs> going, well, what about shorter films? Because it feels lately on the pod we've been covering some very long films. Not this week per se, but. Um, you know, we did Django. Mm-hmm. What are the ones we've done? Titanic. Heat felt like it was like nine and a half hours long. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was just long and it felt long. Yeah. yeah. So there is this kind of concept where a movie's not a movie if you don't sort of break that, you know, a, it's not a really good movie if you're not breaking 220. Yeah. It can't be a cinematic epic unless it's three hours long. Yeah. I mean, Avatar was three hours long, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I got half yeah. hour and I've still not seen that. The Irishman's no, like three hours forty. Oh, and- the Irishman's close to four, yeah. Yeah, and granted, good movie. Bloody long. I saw a film called Nineteen Hundred. Uh it stars <laughs> how's this for a combination? Ready for this? Robert De Niro and yeah. Gerard Depardieu. What? Yeah, and it's like it's like they're totally playing it straight. Like it's it's them when they were young men. And it's like a total epic set around like well, nineteen hundred Italy. And mm. um it was four hours long. Now I had to watch it for class and I think it was split amongst two weeks. But still I'm like that you know, I, I I really quite liked it. But it's 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 a challenge when you know you have to sit down and watch something of that length. It, it is it is a barrier, and when people make the choices for films each week, I do sit there and go, "How my one of my first things I look at is how long is this film going to be?" Because you know we're planning our Sundays and all sorts of stuff here. So I remember when we did our uh, see it or skip it on Justice League, and I was like, "I need to take a day out for this film because." There, there's no possible way. And then we did something like one night in Miami. It's like an hour and a, hour and fifty. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I nice, mean, nice night film. Yeah, I remember we did Hamilton. That was like three hours plus. Yeah, yeah, it was a long one. I think we did one half and one half that day. Yeah, someone had yeah. to go. I don't forget who it was. Someone had something they had to do. Yeah, I had to go to work. Was so that we what it was? First, okay. We did the first act, then we did the second. Okay. Like after I got back, and I was like. <laughs> That was really hard to not go and watch the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. and, and if you're like, where's this Hamilton episode? You guys, yeah, we, 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 we had, it's kind of on like a long form hiatus thing here. <laughs> yeah. A, a Disney podcast called Talking the Mickey, which you can still find on podcatchers everywhere. Yep. It's still, I think we're getting close to a year. It's, it's, it's over 10,000 downloads. Like <laughs> there are people who are grinding the grind pretty hard and ours still keeps chugging along at, a, at like a decent little pace. <laughs> so I'm like, Every week, every week, I'm like, we're number five in Japan. <laughs> we're number, I'm like, well, yeah, we're not putting anything out, but it, yeah. I, I think it just speaks to the um, 
every couple of months we'll do like a, a Marvel show and that'll be that'll be it. And we'll double like, release it or in Canto yeah, we, we 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 put yeah. out there. Yeah. When we uh I, I don't know if we want to announce it. I know Ethan, you and I were talking about a series that we're gonna cover at the very least me and you yeah. are gonna cover uh in May and June. Yeah, yeah, and one of those sort of like weekly, at least it's just six weeks. That's all right. Yeah, That's there's one that I don't know if we're doing. I think it depends, but yeah. yeah. So those sorts of things, and those, you know, the one we're thinking about will have crossover oh, yeah. ability. So we'll see how that goes, and uh, and yeah, it's it's just always kind of fun to sort of, and it just makes things feel doable. Yeah. When I see a movie that's less than than two hours, I'm like, oh. We can. We don't have to start recording till this or or watching till this time to start recording at this time. Or if we start early, we can do this. And especially, <laughs> I was very glad that Marunga Express was less than two hours because we re- I knew we had a real roundtable to record after it. As a film goer, not to be watched at home. I don't know if it gets in the way of me going to the cinema, and it probably should because those are seats that aren't my own. I can't pause it. I might have to. I'm more than likely have to go up and go to the toilet if it's if, yeah. if it's too long, right? And, you know, these are things that don't necessarily play into a home experience, but I never think about runtime when I, when I go to the cinema. No, to be fair, I mean, I, I, my, I don't have the toilet issue, though, because I sometimes do, like, 12 hours at work and don't wee the whole time, so <laughs> that it, is it an is, issue. Well, but. So, I mean, I don't, I don't tend to use the loo during my workday. It's really weird, the situations in which you do. I think part of the problem is that we have a culture where if you go to see a movie, mm. part of it is you usually go get food. Yeah. yeah either before or after or you bring in a giant drink with you yeah and then therefore because you're, you've got this empty um sort of passive viewing experience where you're just waiting through commercials and so the drink becomes the thing you do yeah that's true or the popcorn you're eating which is full of salt and therefore just makes you get a big drink along with yeah. it right they're clever like that they're clever like that and i don't begrudge them and it's part of the cinema experience and i have missed it and i'm glad it is Definitely. back mm. I just realized when I went and saw Uncharted just the, not long ago, it was still pretty empty. But you know, there were no. They used to come on out and go, "Everybody, please wear your masks," and everyone ignored yeah. them. Uh, yeah. um, but it was like I didn't actually. I didn't think about it. No, maybe it's because I just got COVID, so I feel invincible right now. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. <laughs> because I've got I've got antibodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm good. To be fair, in Denmark, we didn't wear them on the entire time. The only work time we wore them was once you got into the airport. And once we got into Copenhagen Airport, like once you got like, I don't know, like six foot in the door, there was yeah. like a red line on the floor and then a sign that said, this is a surgical mask wearing zone. Oh, okay. Like, so you kind of went, oh, back to reality then. Yeah, like, back to reality, hadn't, yeah. hadn't worn one for four days. It, wow, was, it was really wild. strange. So, um, yeah. So I tell you what, when I was researching what films I wanted to put on my list, it was really, really. Um, I noticed there was a pattern, so I went yeah. to Flickchart. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you, if you're not on Flickchart, I say it again. Flickchart. If you're a cinephile, Flickchart, you'll have a lot of fun for about a week because <laughs> you'll be building your catalog. One, have I really seen this many movies? I know I've seen over 1,500 movies in my life because of Flickchart. Yeah, that's mad. So, um, so I went to my list, and it has like a, like a live ranking of where I've, I've ba- ba- basically. Here's a little free advert. It gives you two movies side by side, and all you do is just pick one. Which one do you like? This yeah. one or this one? Pick one. And if you haven't seen one, there's an option which then knocks it out of any future. Yeah. But you can also set it up so it just quizzes you on movies that you've said that you've seen. Yeah. And you pick left and you pick right, and it constantly is like a live shuffling based on your choices where the movie's place in this master list that gets created. So then when I was looking for the best short movies, I went to my list, which happened to have, if you look at it through one view, it would have runtime on it. Mm-hmm. And I was able to go ahead and write down 
all the movies that were on my runtime uh, that, that qualify and make a short list and go, I don't know if I'd rank that here or that here now, but it gave me a short list to work off of. Yeah. And I was very surprised uh, at the kinds of movies that came in under 100 minutes. Uh, so maybe we can, we can talk about some of the genres that are more likely to come in. Uh, <laughs> that. Uh, sorry, Pippin just did like, 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 like a homeward bound launch off of a couch <laughs> onto my new armchair. That was brilliant. <laughs> and now he's not even staying there. He's getting off. <laughs> uh, but um, so, I mean, I mean, we talked about Disney earlier and the animated side of it. I tried to go non-animated on my list because yeah. I feel there's nothing special about an animated. If anything, the special thing is an animated movie that does go above 100 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Which I think Pixar is what we call that now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're getting longer. Yeah, they are. Um, but you look at your, I mean, Emperor's New Groove is like 79 minutes. Yeah, still Dumbo is really- like 63. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's a bit oh so can you tell a full complete story in that time you can why is it easier for an animated film to tell a story in 90 minutes you know what they i don't have know more freedom so what do you mean they have more freedom to like explore different like things very early because unlike with, with like a live action film you have to go to so many locations and that's like filming and shooting and with animation you can set it in a couple different scenic areas they look really nice and visually pleasing and you can tell your story pretty quickly because it's animated. So you, as well as getting to have like, okay, cool little things. You also don't want to overexert everyone. So they try and do like very short, short stories. Or is it just that well, back in the day, hand-drawn animation, it was the process. And that's yeah. what kept it short. 24 frames a second. How many seconds are you actually having to draw? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to and the other side of it is children's uh, attention spans. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And going, you know, are they going to last beyond that ninety minutes? And so, what do you do? You throw in, and it's very much like it's formulaic, like a Broadway musical. And you throw in, you know, here are your songs, and here's the order these songs usually appear because most of them are musicals these days still. Yep. And then, how does that work? I guess I'm looking at Disney more than anything else. But yeah, so you know, our friends over at Defining Disney, I think they're living their gimmick. I think they gave us a list full of Disney films. They did indeed. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're great. I, I I love our friends over at Defining Disney. But uh, I was they're going, uh, what? Because to them, it just felt like I went, well, what are your favorite Disney films then? And that's what it turned into. Yeah. It turned into a Disney yeah, films yeah. list. And that's a different um, list. Which I'm looking forward to doing that someday. Yeah, I really, really am. There are just some other Disney films that I want to review properly on the pod. Yeah. Like, for instance, we haven't done Lion King yet yeah. in either format. Yeah, no. So Lion King still has to be done. Uh, there's still a few big ones on the Pixar side. And, oh, definitely, and, yeah. But, but when we say animated, I imagine do we go, yeah, we, we could go, is that Disney? Is that Disney and Pixar? Well, what does yeah. that mean exactly? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that one. Uh, another one I noticed was there was a lot of teen comedies coming in around yeah. Yeah. 92 94 minutes but they're cheap to make as well they're cheap to make again a, a, a crowd that's not looking for um a lot of substance substance maybe yeah, yeah. a teen movie it's one of the cinema is like a short a short film that you can see on a date and you don't want to get too bored and sort of just to to see where the air is if you're compatible together just on your own instead of like something like that and then depending what goes from there you're like cool short film what else can we do 
Because you're not going to sit down and be like, yes, let's watch uh, Ben-Hur for four hours. Well, because things like Ben-Hur are like big action sequences, aren't they? Yeah. And spectacle. And the bigger your budget, the more time you can afford to that, which also means a longer production schedule. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to these short uh, these films we tend to see, which end up being shorter because they're shot in a lot less time. Yeah, they are. They're quick because the budget is low as well. Usually like four weddings and a funeral didn't meet the criteria. It was close. Yeah. It was close, and when we had Simon Callow on, and basically, if I have a chance to talk about how we how we spoke to Simon Callow, that's Go going yeah. to happen. <laughs> you know, he told us about the breakneck speed they made that film at. Yeah. So you really got you know you can you can do stuff, but time literally is money, and you know you 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 got to make sure you you can cover the whole film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Some other ones, comedies. Yeah, lots of comedies. Yeah, lots of comedies on my list. Kind of quirky, independent films. How many jokes can you throw like per second? Because you're not going to have like a two and a half hour film. You're, like, that's, you're going to run out of steam for, for humor. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Horror so, films too. Why is that? Because I think you're the one guy on the pod. I'm, who the, really I'm actually, the horror guy. Yeah. You are the horror guy. So why don't you go ahead and speak yeah. on behalf of your people? <laughs> my, my people. Uh, no, while, I, while, so, I, while I jump scare on the screen for you. <laughs> yeah, no, there are so many horror films where, and it's like you said jump scare, where you have like an hour and 30 minutes and at like may, maybe an hour and 40 and your entire gimmick is how many times can we make teenagers get scared at something without it being overly repetitive? And also they tell the same story. You have like your, your once every so often like two hour films that are really scary, but they're more like psychological, your mothers, your, your midsummers. But for all of that, you've got like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is, there is no story there. It's an hour and a half, an hour and 20 minutes of our scary monster. Oh no, what are we going to do? And then you've got like all that. So you have 20 minutes build up, 50 minutes of scary, 10 minutes res- resolution. And then you're done. It's just a, it's like a overly extended theme park ride. There's there's nothing else to it. So for two hours, you don't have a an excuse to run that long. Yeah. No, I think it was well. Like usually with like the tropes of horror films, like mm. if it's set in one place, there's only so many scares you can get out of that place before people become desensitized to them as well. Get get, get your stuff in and get out. Yeah. 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 With with long form horror, you get that chance to it's explore different It's got to be psychological more and that sort of yeah. thing, isn't it? So midsummer, you have loads of long shots and you get to establish that. But you know, your paranormal activity is just oh no, yeah, yeah. there's something. Let's do that four yeah. times. As opposed to like Ro- over. like like a Rosemary's Baby, which is one I can speak yeah. about, which yeah. famously Ellie and Liam hate. <laughs> but it's on the poster. We're going to have to review it for a proper episode once. Excellent. And I, I actually didn't mind Rosemary's Baby, but it was more of that psychological thing, which I think is why yeah. some it's not, it's, it's not a cheap thrill. It's something that kind of... All right, see ya. What? I said all right, see ya. See, see ya. Is it see who does cheap thrills? Oh, I, I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe. I'm old. That song I have no idea. <laughs> um, so, we, so we have that, and that's a uh, sort of a counterpoint to that um i mean comic book movies are again increasingly longer all the time mm-hmm. yeah like bigger budgets more effects to fit in more effects to fix fit in more, more easter eggs pieces. to fit in yeah. yeah absolutely more complicated stories more to tell. things for tom holland to remember so he can't really spoil it because he doesn't remember what he filmed you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm sure they give him like they film him doing double the stuff they actually need so he doesn't know what's real and what's in this not. one you're telling everybody you're the new iron man <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, just one I think half the, reason, half the reason the runtime's long on that is because you need to say every single person who did CGI, and that's like 20 minutes now. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you're not wrong. Credits count. Um, and the credit, yeah, the credit time of a Marvel film is insane. Even with how small they make those names and how wide they make those columns. Yeah, there's still so there's many still names on them. I remember so, seeing uh, No Way Home, and I was like, oh, it must be over. And there was like, Californian CGI department, New 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 Zealand CGI. And I'm like, okay, can we just, okay, we're done, we're done, we're done. You, Quebec and Canada up. always, always get a thank you. Georgia. Ends. Georgia does as well. The state you of Georgia. Yeah. yeah. So there we are. Wetter workshop. Like every, I'm like, okay, we're, we're getting there, we're getting there. Yeah, when you get to the songs, you know you're almost at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the songs, the thank yous to which re- regionalities gave him a tax break, and then the, uh, you know, this 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 work is fictitious, and he writes whatever, 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 whatever. So. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. It's exactly what it says. If you look carefully, <laughs> they, they just start typing in random, random letters. No animals were harmed in this production. No Tom Hollands were spoiled in this production. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. Do you feel ripped off? You walked out if you walk out of a cinema after like an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes. Not if it's a good film. Yeah, I guess there's that, isn't there? Because if it's good and it's done its job, and I've not don't feel left wanting more, then you know that's fine. If they can tell the story in that time, that's fine. Something that came close, and we're gonna do one week on the on the on the podcast. I can promise you, is 2011's The Muppets. Yeah. yeah, which is like 104 minutes. Yeah. I looked it up, and I'm like, I walked out of that cinema so happy. Yep. Mm. And on such an emotion, and part of it was relief that they didn't ruin it. That would come a Muppets Most Wanted. I knew there was a bad Muppet movie coming out of the pipe, <laughs> which is why when, when a good one happens, you have to appreciate yeah. why yeah. Jason Siegel is not been given all the money in the world by the Disney Corporation because they can't yeah. figure out what to do with the Muppets, and he got it first crack. Yeah. What are you talking about? Muppets Now was fantastic. <laughs> oh, we, we used to do that on, on Talk of the Mickey. Oh, um, God, I hate Yeah. Muppets Haunted Mansion was good. They, they got that back was to all that. Right. I haven't that seen was that. all right. That was all right. But, you know, I, I don't know anymore really where. I think if you want movies like this, because theoretically, shorter movies are better for cinemas. Yeah, because you can get, you can get it's yeah. same reason why pop songs are three minutes long. Yep, pop songs are three minutes long. I'll, I'll speak in, in case someone out there doesn't know. Is because <laughs> um, people, the guys who own diners, realize that if you're going to pay a nickel to play a song, yeah, it's in my best interest to play the shortest songs possible because that'll revenue more income. Sorry, that'll generate more income for you my business. Stuff, yeah. yeah, jukeboxes. Yeah. So you make if 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 we put only the shortest of songs in the jukebox, then it guarantees that. Well, the bands they want to be heard, so then we need to be in the jukebox. So it became yeah. a race to. Sh- that's why you get the three minute pop song. Yeah. You know, that's why Hey Jude, everyone said at seven minutes long, would never be a hit because they wouldn't put it in a jukebox. Well, that's why they, uh, part of the reason why Queen couldn't get Bohemian Rhapsody funded for such a long time. Because yeah, no was, one's going to play it. No one's going to play it. Same yeah. with uh, Battle of, of Hell because everyone's like, you're not going to want to listen to this for so long. And then yeah. this happens. So like Oasis of All Around the World, there's, the, there's always bands who decide we've got the nine minute single. We're doing it anyway. The yeah. Champagne Supernova, seven and a half. All Around the World is nine, yeah. twelve, you know. But it, it, it's a sort of, so a shorter movie should be benefit a cinema now that's a cinema that's in full run 
Yeah. The problem now isn't getting isn't turnover. The problem now is getting people to come back to see a movie. Yeah. And so what do you need now? You need those big tentpole franchises, and they need to be events. And I'm telling you, when Liam and I went and saw uh, Avengers: uh, Infinity War, followed by Endgame, in the double showing. Which the Majestic was like, if you want to guarantee your... It's like buying a bundle. I finally got a PlayStation 5, but I had to buy a bundle to get one. (laughs) And so, but it's like, you know, if you want to guarantee yourself this thing you want, then pony up for a little bit more. And so we sat there and watched the two of them back to back. Oh, that was a hard night. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Midnight screening. So we started the first one around nine. And then we got into Endgame around quarter past 12 at the time of the pre we saw all these like refreshed people who like just like managed to still get a ticket anyway and walk in i was going oh, or like bought both and then didn't actually come in for the first one that's actually a really clever idea i yeah. did that with star wars because i sat because it was like the 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 sequel trilogy and i was like cool S- same as the majestic as well they were, they had uh, all three back to back and i was like cool that can't be that long it's like two hours 35 for this for episode eight and i get to i get to nine and i see all these people coming like oh i can't wait to see it i'm like no no you don't this isn't worth it anymore i do like the, nine hours i do like the idea actually of like a trilogy of something and yeah. going for a day and just chilling out yeah, like less yeah. of a cinema experience. Yeah, a cinema chill experience, out. Yeah, chill out, yeah. you know. If, if a cinema was like, we're going to play all four or five Pirates movies or, or whatever it might be, yeah, right? Yeah. And we're going to play them all and you just kind of come in and come out. And maybe it's like a big, like, you know, you spend 40 quid, but you've got popcorn or nachos or pop and everything for those, yeah, for that night. Yeah, and the ones where you can, like, just like phone in like your order to be brought to you in the cinema and those sorts of things or get on out because you, you don't necessarily have to watch all five of them with great detail yeah. no that's true and yeah. if it turns out just a hangout thing because after the first three pirates movies i don't want to see four and five <laughs> i remember they did that for leading up to endgame like my the cinema in cambridge that i used to go to they were like watch as many as you want it'll be 50 pounds and you can go in and out if you want to but you can just sit back watch like was it 20 movies yeah and let it wash over you in IMAX. I didn't do it because no one wants to be awake for that long. That but sounds really cool, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it at, if you're, at some point. If you're out there and you're managing a cinema of some sort, like events like this, this is what yeah. gets me out. And that's what's going to bring in money as well. You've got yeah. the new tent pole. Nothing says bring it in like those big, big name movies. I get that. Yeah. But I still don't think we're there yet as far as cinema attendances. Mm. I don't. I haven't seen anywhere doing that. No, yep. yeah, and there's also, I mean, you can never go wrong hitting people with some nostalgia. Yeah. Nope. Go do the Indiana Jones. Go do the, you know, do it once every two months. Do it once a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd totally be on board for at least a couple of years. I really would. Yeah. I really, really would. I know there was one that did, like, all the Harry Potters, but it was just, like, once a week. And I'm like, hey, live, live a bit. Show all of them. Now, I think the important thing to go is that shorter doesn't necessarily mean better. I mean, we just did um, Murder on the Internet Express, and one of the complaints we had was the pacing isn't right. Yeah. It was way too quick. However, some of the films in this list, I mean, I was stunned that some of the films in this list were under 100 minutes. Yeah, because they feel a lot longer. They feel a lot longer, because if you do a dialogue-heavy movie, which is like a play. Yeah. You can cover a lot because you don't even have the, you don't have to worry about people walking across the stage in front. You can do a camera cuts. Yeah. And now we're somewhere else and you don't have to leave and reset the stage. You're just there. Yeah. So I think this feels like a good time to sort of get into the lists. So Mm -hmm. the way we're going to do it is as follows. Uh, Georgia, you have the uh, audience top fives. Yes. Which you've compiled into a top 10. 
Yes. We'll go through those in reverse order from 10 to 1 like we usually do. Mm-hmm. And then what I have is I've got the four of our lists here, plus the patrons they all got put together into the fifth chair, just like they usually would on an episode. Yep. And so they've got a, they each got a top 10 ranking, which you get for being a patron. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. so you've got specific information on the patrons if we talk through some of the choices yeah. as, as needed. But sort of that's the way that's going to work. They have got their own top 10, as they, it were, as a collective as well. Yeah. Yeah. They have their own top 10, which we could run down from 10 to 1 for fun yeah. uh, at the end as well, what they did as a group. But uh, yeah. So if you want to go ahead and sort of go to the audience, the fledgling fandom, and and uh, what they came up with. Yeah, so am I starting at 10, yeah? Start at 10. Start at 10. Uh, that's an interesting one because I think I've got about eight films that came in joint 10th um, <laughs> because of how uh, rankings kind of work. It feels that in the spirit of not wanting this to become bloated, we just say there's eight films that came in 10th and we move on from there. I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like a top nine <laughs> the audience. Uh, so uh, number eight, because uh, obviously we've, we've skipped nine because... Yeah, uh, number eight turned out to Wait, be. Wait, is it joint eighth, or do you have? Do you have like? I have eight in tenth pla- in ten places, and then I've got some more joints going up. Okay, I, I, okay. So you an eight way tie for ninth is what you had. Yeah, but we've just called it tenth because. No, no, but just okay. I just I just didn't realize so we have we have a top eight. Yes. Okay, there we go. Yes, yes, we do. Kind of because there's no five or six because no no but there'll be jo- we, have, we are going to list eight films is what we're about to do yes yes that's what i'm talking about okay yeah okay yeah we're gonna list eight films uh number eight is stand by me stand by me stephen yeah. king's film um i think you'll see it uh, i know someone had him on their list i don't know if it made our list overall i haven't looked actually really with too much merit at it uh stand by me stephen king film coming of age film uh it stars will wheaton yeah. Will Wheaton, if you're familiar with your uh, um, Big Bang Theory, uh, he, I think Sheldon makes fun of him and for being Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, but Sheldon makes fun of him for being the one kid in Stand by Me that no one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> is Josh Brolin in that one, or am I thinking of Goonies? Because there was just that like mm. River Phoenix is in this. River one, Phoenix was in that one. Yeah, yeah. Like all four of them are really good, and Kiefer mm. Sutherland plays with this bully. Oh, um, yeah, it's really strong. Uh, I like it. It's a coming of age story. Um, I like anything from a Stephen King perspective in general. Well, I'd be fair. I don't, I don't watch his horrors, but if it's like something like this, I think it's a bunch of kids. Do they, do they find a dead body? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that thing when you're on the cusp of being a child, but want to be more than a child, and then maybe then realizing, oh no, I still kind of want to be a child because <laughs> once you see things, you can't unsee them. Yep. Yeah. Which is um the way that I felt about watching many of the picks that Liam brings to not to, not to the pod but just to when when he and I used to watch films together for a bit so uh once you see me you cannot unsee that yes yeah, so that was uh, voted for by shoot the flick carlo and your next favorite movie okay cool hmm. uh do you want the next one that's kind of how this works yes i didn't know, am i doing them all in sequence or are we stopping to we're just i'm doing them in sequence yeah well now you next the next movie on the way up and we'll talk about that one Okay, cool. The way we've done every other real roundtable to this point. I've not been on one for a while. <laughs> uh, okay, so next we have a joint seventh place. And we've, uh, we're not going to push any buttons, but we had the, uh, we had the uh, accountants come and look at the, uh, at, the, <laughs> at the count. And Stand By Me actually came in ninth. It's a ninth place. We had a lot of ties, and so it causes a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, cross clarification. So uh, I believe that means we've got a four-way tie for 
fifth coming up. That's right, yeah. Okay, so what's one... And these are all people who got first place votes. They did, yeah. All right, so some of y'all got some hands from the do here. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet, but uh, let's let's go ahead. Let's let's start with... We, we, we can name them one at a time, despite the fact they all tied. We can still name them and discuss them one at a time. Okay, so first one on my list I've got is Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. Did you make up a burner account and vote I on Twitter? Not. No, I did not. Who voted for <laughs> Is this my Carol? sister? It was... No, it was your next favorite movie. Oh, Josh. Hey, Josh, cool beans, yeah. buddy. You know what? Considered it. Considered it. I think I... I don't, I don't remember. I think I stayed away from um, the Muppets as well. Um, in the sense of children's entertainment. I think it was part of that... Uh, thing. That's just a stylistic choice on my part. I don't know. I I, think I love. I mean, if you've heard our episode, I love Muppet Christmas Carol. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Caine, best Scrooge ever. Definitely. Fight mm. me on that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what, what what do you have episodes at? Uh, next one, Rocky Four. Rocky Four is the one oh. that I think we should watch at Christmas this coming year. Okay. Because it takes place on Christmas Day. Right. Okay. And Rocky is fighting. Uh, is it Ivan Drago? That sounds right. He's fighting Ivan Drago in Russia on christmas and like they're pumping like this is like cold war era movie making at its finest like they are <laughs> pumping ivan drago full of like steroids and he's literally i think he's literally punching cement blocks in half or something like that <laughs> meanwhile rocky's like having like they're giving him no training so he's like having to like carry like a log around in order to train it all oh, in this giant fight where they represent their two nations Brilliant. but of course it's in it's in soviet russia so um you know the, the, the theory is the fix is in despite his already disadvantage. So. Right. Uh, apologies. It was Kirsty that said Muppets Christmas Carol. It oh. was uh, Josh from your next favorite movie, the one with Rocky Four. That sounds more like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've got those. What else do we have? Uh, Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. I've never heard of this. Nope, me either. One voted by, by Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. He's got some strange taste, that one. Yeah. Strange, I just mean kind of off the beat. Kind of like Liam is strange taste, right? I got Liam's list and I'm like, well, none of these are going to double up anyway. <laughs> Mine don't finish near the top of the list. My ears are so obscure. I've never heard of this film. Have you not? No. A 19th century animated drama about a man whose heart was replaced with a clock when he was born. The situation dictates that he should avoid feeling strong emotions, love most of all, but he just can't keep his feelings under wraps. Wow. I just I'm, can't fight these feelings and anymore i believe it's french yeah wow okay yeah deep cut my friend a deep cut <laughs> very That's much hermes so. bff of the bf jack le mechanique du coeur yeah your french accent spot on <laughs> uh, <laughs> i failed gcse french and, if you can tell and then finally what do we have uh conspiracy oh what's that don't know oh. voted for by carlo carlo Yep. Oh, it's gonna be a good film. Val then. Kilmer. Oh, really? A wounded United States Marine discovers uh, a corporate conspiracy designed to run illegal aliens out of an Arizona border town by any means necessary. America. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> by, directed by Adam Marcus, who has done Secret Santa, the horror movie, and uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D reboot. <laughs> there you go. It's like the blood's coming right at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take a word for it, buddy. Uh, I have not seen this, but I do rate Carlos' movie selections very highly. So uh, maybe one to worth checking out, especially if you're... There's 4.6 on IMDb. Wait, 4.6? <laughs> yep. Carlo, Unless how... there's another conspiracy. Carlo, how are you playing me dirty like this? What's this about? 
<laughs> really? What's the runtime? Uh, 1.30. But there's another, oh, that would be cons- it. Okay. there's another conspiracy, which is a TV movie, which is a bit underneath. That which, doesn't sound like, no, no, no. Which has a 7.7 and has Kenneth Branagh and Stanley Tucci in it. Get a hold of us. And which- Tom Hiddleston. Get a hold of us. Which which one is it? Get a hold of us. (laughs) Let's move on to fourth. Fourth place is Halloween, the 1978 one. The original. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. Nope. I know Liam has. Is it the one horror horror movie he likes? It was his pick, wasn't it, for our Halloween? Yes, it was. It was when that came up. I went, I got to actually pick something that can win. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Uh, Ethan, uh, any thoughts on Halloween? You're kind of uh, a, a I like horror Halloween. Guy. It's uh, they're like fun, campy movies. Um, but I think most of that just comes from the star power of oh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, and I think that's that's about it. They don't get good until like the the second or third one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's in third. In was that third? Fourth. Fourth. In third, then. Short of the Dead. You know what? I'm, yeah. I'm I'm teaching this film, and it's starting to warm the cockles of my heart, or I'm starting to become more British. One of the two things are occurring here. <laughs> or you're getting um, Stockholm Syndrome to that film. Maybe. Um, I appreciate the filmmaking of it. I it? appreciate the filmmaking yeah. of Shaun yeah. of the Dead. It's still never going to be my style of humor or of film. It, it, there are bits where I groan. So the, the good thing about teaching is I can focus on the scenes I want and go over those like nine times and ignore all the, 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 the zombie crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, that be it's it, it is clever. It is clever, and I appreciate the sort of you know low budget feel. Um, or, you know, the fact that it's not maybe the low budgetist feel when it is a low budget film. Like, it's just, they use intelligence and a, and a it's really strange, a whole a zombie movie under 100 minutes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. God bless them. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, in second place, we've got Reservoir Dogs. One, one I've never seen. Nope. And one that. Uh, we'll have to I've at been, some point. Oh, I know. I yeah. Like it. yeah. It's, what, it's what I thought was going to be the first Tarantino we did in the pod. And mm. uh, Julian brought Django, which I love that. That was great. Now, whether we watch this before we watch like Pulp, I don't know. I mean, I've bought it. I bought it during lockdown. So I had the plan to watch some of these great films uh, on DVD and just put them off to the side somewhere. And at some point, I will get around to them. That point is not today. George, you had your first taste of Tarantino with, mm. with Django. Are you up for more? Um, Depends if they get more or less gory. Well, the further back in time you get, they'll get less gory. Right, okay. I think Django's as bad as it probably gets. Oh, okay, that's all right then. Maybe Inglorious yeah. Bastards, but Inglorious Bastards isn't worse, I would say. It's like cartoony. Yeah. Glory oh, right compared then. to yeah. Django. Yeah. There's one or two scenes in Reservoir Dogs that like really skirt that line, but I th- it's more intense. Oh, he does he does talk about yeah. a scene in Reservoir Dogs that offends women. Yeah, um, I I'm not yeah. I I can't remember that one. The one I always remember is the stuck in the middle with you one. That's always the one that that I think people I don't know anything about this yet, so I'm just going to kind of leave uh-huh. myself. La, yeah. la, la. Cool. <laughs> it's not American Psycho, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and then number one? Yeah, number one is Lion King, the original. Oh, 1994. Yeah. Arsene Wenger. That's the one. That doesn't wow. surprise me. No, it's animated, so it's a little bit meh, in the sense of that, but I'm going to guess that was defining Disney voted on that. It was, and Kirsty. <laughs> Both at number one? Uh, no, we've got uh, a number one and a number two. 
Oh, wow. Three. Three, sorry. Three? Yeah. It's pretty high in that regard. And Shaun of the Dead, was that one voter? No, it was multiple votes. It must have been for that, too. Uh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead was a fourth place and a first place. Wow. Okay. So let's take a look then at our rankings, our rankings. I haven't even taken a look at this properly. So I'm going to let Ethan, why don't you go ahead and plug some stuff while I quickly go ahead and write some numbers on a piece of paper. Yeah. So this week we've had our episode of Murder on the Orient Express. uh, And we're also plugging now uh, an interview that uh, Ian and Georgia did with Jamie Lynn Beatty and Ilana Gordon and Ilana Gordon for their short film I've forgotten it already Designated Rider Designated Rider which you can find on YouTube type in Designated Rider Designated Rider short film or Designated Rider Jamie Lynn Beatty 2020 uh we also would have had our episode either today or tomorrow on uh yesterday or tomorrow on doctor who who do you think you are for the doctor's wife and then next week we'll have our episode of the bfe on batman 1989 yeah tim burton batman yeah definitely not under 100 minutes but there we go uh let's take a look i've got the uh, bfe ranking which includes a list from ethan myself liam georgia and the patreon as a group so let's have a look we have a five-way tie for ninth place oh so basically everybody gave this like a second place vote except for yeah everybody gave us a second place vote and nobody's have found any accordance so the patreon picked taken they did, yeah. Fun little, <laughs> fun little re- reverse heist movie. It's it's fun. It's formulaic. Yeah. It's basically a video game come to life. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie. This is kind of the list of these is a little bit hijacked within the fact that both Reverend Bruce and Katie voted for the same kind of film several Ooh. times, whereas a lot of other people mostly had individual lists, which means that where they've doubled up, they've caused a uh, a bit of a surge in the scores for those particular films hey the drama uh, the couple that plays together stays together you know what i'm saying there we go (laughs) well done you guys uh also in ninth uh place this is my vote uh it was the i love it as makes the list because it's currently rated as our lowest ranked movie ever on the big pod (laughs) transpotting yeah i was i was tempted to put it i really was yeah um yeah i kind of thought it might get some love in the grand. i saw it was showing up in the in the in a couple of people on the on on the twitter in some low rankings so i was hoping it was going to find its way on the list no i only got a um fourth place vote from carlo in the end oh is that right yeah so there we go nobody in the patreon decided to put transponding on their list no i don't think so no. no then we've also got ethan with this is spinal tap yeah, uh, I so, love so, this. Something film. I want to see and haven't got around to. Yeah, I, bought, I bought that uh, one as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun Rob Reiner, uh, one of the first real mockumentaries, really, on a on yep. a semi fake band that then became real because of uh, the film. And I I really enjoy this. It's just it is it's a nice quick film and gets in gets out and it feels like a, a documentary and it it takes the piss and the fact that uh, it was so culturally relevant that imdb changed its rank uh rating to go up to 11 hey that's, that's funny. brilliant uh yeah. georgia gave me her list and i looked over it and went you know the muppet movies less than 100 minutes right she went, no <laughs> so her second place vote went to the muppet movie the 1979 muppet movie yeah yeah <laughs> 
I think because it was this or it was um, Muppets Christmas Carol, which you put in third, I think, instead. So it doesn't make yeah. it doesn't make our top ten, oh, but this ooh. does. So yeah. anything you no, want to say I'm, about I'm it? I'm okay about that. I I I think when we did we covered the Muppet movie, I said quite a lot of stuff on that i just think yep. it's magical in all senses of the word it's brilliant liam uh second place i think i'm gonna get to avoid this one if we got to fifty thousand <laughs> by march 12th i was to be on the hook for it but uh I, we hope you've had the time of your life it's dirty dancing so all those tie for us in fifth place i i, I was really surprised to hear dirty dancing less than 100 minutes yeah, that yeah. surprised me, actually. It feels yeah. longer than that. I haven't looked. I mean, Liam could be doing a Liam. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just, naming movies he likes. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't check anybody's stuff. I'm just assuming people know how to count less than 100. Or just um, exactly 140. Exactly 100 minutes. Exactly 100? Yeah. Technically not under 100. Technically not under 100. Oh. Although there, are the, there might be other films on here that go to that as well but i don't we, know but we know this one is so i'm sorry liam i am disqualifying oh. dirty dancing as an option so unfortunately uh, i want to see what he gave his next so on the bright side liam we're getting rid of dirty dancing well i don't know if this is going to be less than 100 minutes ethan if you'll be on the spot for this one oh. enter the dragon Oh God, I've never seen that. I'm just actually look up a runtime, dude. That's oh, all I'm asking. I thought you were asking my no, personal no, no. opinion on that. I, I, I'm hosting. George's got papers in front of her. I was just hoping you could just sort of type one thirty nine. Okay, so, so it's it, it's ninety nine minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, hang on. You said one. Okay, next time you say ninety nine because I thought you meant I thought you meant one hundred and thirty nine minutes. No, sorry, one hour thirty nine minutes. Okay, there we go. Enter the dragon for me on IMDb says one forty two. <laughs> okay so maybe we okay maybe there's some discrepancies here there's shenanigans in place <laughs> where, where did you find the 139 was that wikipedia it's just uh, if you put search if into you just google, google enter, yeah. enter the dragon it just i think we have up. to then respect and go that's close enough yeah as right. far as we found one thing that said it so there we are so uh then in eighth place because it was voted on by two people uh we've got 500 days of summer hey i like that film. you and i voted for that yeah it's a good film yeah Ooh. i put it as my seven vote you put it as six ethan you got a problem with that no 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 i just i, I really struggle with this film it's really well done and there's so many points of this film that i really like i just i i really hate both people in that film yeah but i think you're, i think you're supposed to i know yeah. i'm supposed to well, you're definitely supposed so, to hate him some, yeah but the thing I is, she I, gets hate away with the, it. I hate him the most. I hate both of I them. I think he should I hate him the most because he's supposed to learn from this, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. For me, it's it's those stylistic things. I love like the date that plays out in real time about his yeah. expectations versus what actually happens. And obviously, the, very clever. The, um, the, the after sex dance is is absolutely iconic the per is, is this the the parade the, down the, the street parade yeah. where, where he gets lifted up yeah. he looks in the mirror he looks like, in, like it's, the, it, the it, window it's, it's very experimental solo. in its tone yeah. and also with its um time because it jumps back and forward to various parts the same guy who directed the uh, the andrew garfield spider-man movies oh is that true Jeez. yeah mark webb there we are uh, next up, we've got uh, a three-way tie for fifth, and we'll start with, he said, um, we've got Source Code, which was the number one pick on the Patreon. 
again. Wow. Is this Reverend Bruce? This is Reverend and- Bruce and Katie. It's uh, seven points and ten points, respectively. I've seen Source Code, and then I forgot that I'd seen Source Code. So I've never take even that heard for of it. What, for all you know, you may have seen it, because it's that forgettable. Um, <laughs> Source Code is this interesting movie where they uh, put... I'm not going to... I'm not going to spoil something of it. Jake Gyllenhaal somehow has the ability to relive a terrorist strike on a train. Right. Okay. Six and a half minutes. And every time it blows up, he gets to go back to that starting point and see if he can um, stop it. Stop it. Right. Okay. So it's sort of he's like he's inside a simulation mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah, that's what I put it. He's, 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 his consciousness has been put inside a simulation. And so how can he act with, within that? And then what does it mean about the relationships you find and you develop and you make? So it's like Groundhog Day. And One Minute meets Time the, Machine. Meets One Minute Time Machine meets The Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is directed by David Bowie's son. Is it really? Duncan Jones, yeah. Oh, is that right? oh okay. Warcraft and Moon. There we are. Um. Also, a first place vote. Maybe we can check the timings on this because it's a Liam pick. So I'm a little bit. So uh, one of our fifth place uh, positions because of a first place vote from Liam. Staying alive. The sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Staying alive. 133. He's well in in. clear. Okay, good. Uh, so I can't really say much of it. I am going to challenge him about all the movies he has not picked to put this on there. Just go with this. Have you seen a picture of John Travolta recently? Because oh my goodness, I, I'm he's looking at the bald. same one. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. He it looks like look like him. Like <laughs> Pitbull. Shut up. <laughs> he does. Uh, Ethan, while well, I'm telling you to shut up, defend your crap. Pick a Cloverfield. Oh, I no, I love Cloverfield. Cloverfield is such. It's not my kind of movie. That's all. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not your kind of movie, but I I love the the concept of Cloverfield. I like found footage movies, and I think this handles. Yeah, I the- discover that from looking at one of the other picks. Jeez. Oh, hey, hey, I'll defend. <laughs> I'll defend the other pick as well. It, it's a genre that is handled really poorly, but they do it really well. And I think there's because there's a lot to this story that I really like. And Cloverfield is, you know big old monster movie found footage and they go to different locations and you have some really great performances and i again it's just a film that i fell in love with with it with a medium that is often really poorly done so when it's done well it's great i'll tell you what was handled really poorly it was the camera and blair witch project or number 10 movie. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so scared okay great stop shaking the camera <laughs> you, I, again i'll defend the other no, one you can be handheld without purposely shaking it to go look how i got motion sickness watching that <laughs> me, 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 me and josh gad <laughs> uh what do we have next next we've got our fourth place film because already in the top four and our fourth place goes to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Woo! I forgot that. So it's amazing short, that a science yeah. fiction double feature can be less than a hundred minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Voted for uh, on the uh, Patreon by the one and only Dwayne Smith. Is that his first place vote? Yep. Shut up! Wow. Wait, it's first place vote. First place. Oh yeah, first place vote. Yeah, because yeah. it's in the Patreon mesh mode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mesh no, that's really interesting. And then you gave it a fifth place vote. Yeah. Yeah, so it comes out in the wash as an overall. It, it, it kind of carries the Patreon overall. Uh, well, it's up there. It's, it basically, it's the si- in the in Rocky Hot. seventh. Seventh. Okay, and then it's uh, a fifth from Georgia. So that, that gets it to that fourth place position. Um, what do you like about Rocky Horror so much? Because I really like Rocky Horror. I just I, I considered I, it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just so 
wacky and wonderful and it is a musical and it is funny and it's interactive and all those things it's just great sorry it's it's sixth place not not seventh it's sixth yeah it's kind of what i thought yeah uh tim curry i'm I'm learning tim curry (laughs) is really solid barry bosch looks really solid susan sarandon's like a serious actress so we actually had a power cut we lost ethan for a minute there so uh welcome back and all that I got like halfway through Rocky Horror, I think. Yeah, I was talking about Barry Boswick, Susan Sarandon, a proper yeah. actress, a proper yeah. actress, Susan Sarandon. And we were then trying to trick Liam into thinking that we'd uh, been taking. Oh no, is he's fallen for it? Even Has he despite- really? <laughs> 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 so in the group chat we have just for the for the four of us in the in the in the podcast, uh, Ethan went. Uh, Ethan says, "Oh, we've been blacked out again. We've been blacked out again. A uh, uh, power cut. Power cut." And Liam just comes in with what? What does that mean? And I've went, we've been taken down by Apple Podcasts. Even though Ethan has put in and replied to it specifically, power cut, he's then replied to that, oh, okay, thought it was to do with the podcast. And then again, <laughs> to your response of Apple Podcasts are taking it down, what, how come, what's their reason? <laughs> <laughs> so we got some complaint about something, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're going to have to do it, I'm not getting involved in no. that. No, the personal re- complaint from Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, jeez. Let's just, we can contact with Michelle Pfeiffer's legal team. Uh, let's just say that uh, here we are, uh, let's do top three, top three. So the bronze medal, it's Olympic season, feels appropriate. Yeah. The bronze medal on 16 points uh, took home votes from myself with my number three vote, Georgia with a number four vote, and the Patreon with their number 10 vote. We've got Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Whoop, whoop. Oh. How did you not pick that one? I don't like it. Oh, you're much. not big? Oh, that was Liam. Yeah. No, it's me I'm, and you like I'm, it. I'm not yeah. against Monty Python. I think just because my, my choice is more like, what do I feel like I get my, my time's worth? That's why Cloverfield oh, was so high. Jokes per minute. I'm like. Mm. Well, no, that's the thing. That's why Cloverfield was my number one. Because for like an hour and a half, I thought it gets in, gets out, does its oh. thing. But think about... Oh, no, I, I, I get I know, it. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm talking more yeah. of the audience now. Think yeah. about the legacy that Holy Grail has had, all the bits that are part of at least... I really hope there's still generations of teenagers who are discovering Holy Grail. Yeah. But like it became like a second language 20 years later with, with, with my group of friends. Yeah. And it became like like its little subtext, and all the jokes became our jokes, and it was fantastic. So I really hope that remains. Um, and I just think I'd say it is. It's low budget, but it's yeah. full of imagination and creativity. And to me, it's the first real postmodern like masterpiece. People talk to Paul about Pulp Fiction, and that is as far as like being like self-referent or, or referring to other media texts. But this is like foregrounding construction itself, and yeah. stuff. Oh, it's it's so meta. Anybody who who's like, oh, Deadpool rocks. Deadpool owes such a debt to Monty Python oh, and the Holy Grail. So. It's insane. Like even the opening credits, like I, I'll give it credit. The opening credits are absolutely fantastic, especially if, if you don't pull it and try and turn, turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had that when I first watched it on Blu-ray. I, like, I think something's going wrong, but I, I, I think I think it's having a resurgence sort of in in this media because the the Three Stooges have had like a weird comeback online with my generation all of a sudden, and Monty Python's slowly going that way. That's a really strange the, comparison. Yeah, no, that's the thing. They both had sort of a resurgence I mean, in my generation. Comedy subjective, and it is of its time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's number three. Second place, our second Rob Reiner film of the list. Oh, yeah. Princess Bride. Yay. Nice. I can accept that. Georgia had it at uh, one. 
Uh, I had it at five, and for the Patreon, it tied for tenth. So not bad, not, not bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have? I mean, Princess. We've done a whole episode on Princess Bride. George is an episode with Josh, your favorite movie yeah. on Princess Bride. I mean, pretty much on any of these lists, Princess Bride shows up. It's charming. It actually yeah. tied for seventh. Oh, I'm learning. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't change its overall ranking it would still no, be second on our list so um yeah it would be it would be good it's just uh um princess bride is it's got charm it has and heart mm. and, and heart and, and those things are important things. you get and those things are important to get in we keep saying get in and get out but th- there is yeah. an efficiency that's the word I've been looking for for like three days. An efficiency. efficiency. Yeah. When we were interviewing uh, the, the the makers of Designated Rider, I was looking for efficiency. <laughs> I'm stumbling on is it economical. It's not the word I really want to use. Efficiency um, with with the time, and yet it makes you actually care about these characters. Now, if you want to do ninety minutes or ninety five minutes, you got to keep your cast of characters relatively small. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't ask, like, not pull an Orient Express. Like, there's only so many characters I can keep up with in this amount of time. Yeah. You know, as opposed to the Eternals, or Eternals, sorry, <laughs> oh, which is still playing. I think I'm still there. It's still playing yeah. somewhere. And it's like, these are way too many characters for me to actually get around. That was with a, like, that was a bloated, that was almost three hours, yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then finally. I've still not seen it. I've seen people try and explain parts, and I'm like, why? None of this makes sense. <laughs> and, then and I'm f- actually scared to watch it. And then finally, at number one, from our winter of discontent. Oh, no. Yes! Yes! But no one knows about Fargo. Oh, I'm so glad it's on there. Yeah, uh, I gave it my number one vote, Ethan, and you give it your number five. And Patreon went four. So, like, this is a heavy, heavy favorite. I was stunned when this came in under 100 minutes. Me too. Absolutely, I, I had to do Lord. Care. I'm like, because it's so that is a densely packed hundred minutes. Then they got the mm-hmm. most out of that time because characters are developed, uh, a tone is set, um, it's bleak and it's funny and it's sad and it's cynical and it's wonderful. And just like I remember this from our from our context corner when we did that one. I believe it's Gene Siskel who turned to Roger Ebert when they're doing their show together after watching it and said, this is why we love going to the movies. Yeah. (laughs) And it was about Fargo. And I'll 100% stand by that with a big old Minnesota nice, oh, you betcha. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, um, that for me was, I mean, the ones I was surprised maybe didn't get a cut, if I may. Uh, I had the Breakfast Club. And I was the only one to put the Breakfast Club on the list. That one didn't come up in my like movies under a hundred. I didn't even oh, think it's about there. That. It's there. Uh, Chris oh, Peterson it... votes for Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's 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 under a hundred minutes. Yeah, Breakfast oh, Club. Was, I would have put it on. There. I had it as a four. I had did Kirsty. Did she? I had Juno at a six. Like, was Juno not on my list? Juno not was on? not on your oh, list. I thought I had. So yeah, um, a really interesting kind of uh, kettle of fish. I'm looking for some more things that maybe are big on uh, Ethan playing trains and automobiles. Yeah, I rewatched yeah. that after a while. It's weird to say this about a movie less than 100 minutes. It dragged. There's a couple of really? votes on there. Yeah, on the Twitter for that, but very low scoring votes. I didn't didn't appear in anything. I think Ethan. I have, a weird, I have a weird list. Ethan won attack the block. 
Yeah. I like Attack of the Blood. Doctor Strange Love, and you were always going to be up against it with Doctor Strange Love because it's so yeah. old. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, my because my my choice of films is so all over the place. I was like, because my number 10 is Blair Witch. And I'm like, no, it's going to choose Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I love Doctor Strange Love. I, I need to go back and watch that again. Uh, mean Girls got a, got a little bit of love from a few people, both on the Patreon and elsewhere. Uh, who went? Who went easy? A was that you, Georgia? Yeah, Georgia yeah. Went easy. A. Almost made my list. Didn't quite do it. I, mean, I went sliding doors for one of my picks. I've oh, not. Se- I've heard about. Oh, that, sliding doors is great, it, yeah. but it's a subtle little film. So I like most of mine are subtle little independent comedies. Yeah, that's what. Mo- Thank you for smoking. I have on my list. Um, oh, I can't even think about. Oh, that. it's great. It's got flick just- chart. Go to your flick chart. Uh, I need. To, I was this- using. Uh, I was using my 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 not flicker. What's the other one? Letterboxd. Yeah. These have been like those films all like in lists that you've been like you need to watch. Uh, Fishful Wonder, Ruby Sparks, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, I wonder where like, Ruby was. I, yeah, I don't it know. must be over a hundred. It, 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 it ranks high on my on my flick chart. But they're like those films that you've just mentioned are films that you've said you need to watch. These they're great in, movies. In like they there, really yeah. are. Um, One forty four. Happy thank you more, please. Sir? Happy thank you more, please. Right on a hundred, I believe. Uh, I believe, yeah. Um, Juno, Bridget, Bridget Jones's Diary, I had on my list. Other things, I thought Grand Budapest Hotel was under a hundred minutes. Mm. Yeah, that got a couple of couple of people on the uh, on the Twitter. Big fat Greeks getting married was on my list. Oh, sorry, it was on my short list. I remember the full list. Uh, the full Monty, uh, Clueless. Yeah. Happy thank you more, please. Is is one hour forty? So yeah, would have, right got, on. Would have got the Liam treatment. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being I, cut I, down. Tell you what got me. Ready for this? Little Miss Sunshine, 101 minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which was fun because if, if it came in at less than 100 minutes, it's just going to win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. With us, it's just going to win. I mean, it was just it would just be too perfect. So that is what we've got for our list. Uh, what are we going to do for March? Are we doing Batman? We sort of threw it out there. Do people want a Batman real roundtable? Ooh. I'm sort of throwing that. That was just out there towards the general populace, not not towards you guys. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I don't know what Lee, uh, Ethan's thought ours. I think Lee I'd be fine with it. I can talk Batman. I'd be day. well up for talking Batman yeah. and the specifics. I mean, you know, you, you can talk about the difference between the Batman. Yeah, we yeah. could talk about. I mean, forget I mean, Alfred's Commissioner Alfred's, Gordon's. Yeah. Like, who are these characters who always pop up? I mean, but by default, you'd have to talk about the various Jokers. Yep. Because we're up yeah, to jokers. we're up to three. Four? Not sure. I don't know if you count. Is, was, was was Mark Hamill Lego Batman? Joker? Mark, no, uh, that was Zach Galifianakis. Mark oh, was Hamill was the animated Batman and yeah, the video game Batman. Not, yeah, I can't hate the video game because we're a film podcast. Yeah, that, <laughs> the, that was my point. Like, animated I don't film think is he's difficult. Movies. It's yeah. difficult because uh, unless it's theatrically released, I think we hit a bit of a weird spot for us. Um, there was a couple that were. I know the killing joke was. Okay. Yeah. So those are options in there as well. So lots of things within oh, that. that was, yeah, that was Hamill. He was in the movie one. Oh, okay. So I'm yeah. in a positive place for Batman. I'm looking forward to the new one, and it makes me think about the ones we've seen. Where's Martha? <laughs> Why do you say that, Nails? <laughs> You're just making yourself laugh. <laughs> well, you know. I do. I, I, I famously wrote a Batman versus Superman joke into a you pantomime did, yes. several times over. Thinking, <laughs> Much to my dismissal. Thinking this will really play well, and it didn't. But we did turn it around and then make it a joke about the writer of the panto. Yes. And we worked that in, too, so that worked out nicely. <laughs> I'm a guy who's like, if two people out of the whole run like appreciate the joke, I'm like, cool. <laughs> I, I was in the cast. I forgot I was 31 chocolate at it. Yeah. So, um, 
that's about that so please go ahead get a hold of us what should we be doing do you like my idea of a batman one uh over on the patreon i don't know if we can do a poll we can definitely get that up there for them yeah as, as a first port of call but outside of that just some feedback on the fledgling fandom at best film ever pod what do you want to see us doing we've got a fun idea for march as well which i was sharing with the team before we get we got started so <laughs> listen for more on that lots of good stuff coming the way on the bfe and if you want to be involved even more than you might already be <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go ahead and catch us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you and for ourselves as well. <laughs> so please join us next month for maybe Batman, maybe, maybe something Batman. else. We'll, we'll, we'll have to let you know we are vengeance. So <laughs> for best of ever, I've been. I've been Ethan. And I've been Georgia. And we'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop.